The Weekend View on SAFM. The Robben Island Museum says although the tourism industry is opening due to the lifting of some COVID-19 restrictions, they are still not getting that much visitors. Tourism was one of the sectors that was hardest hit by the pandemic. The anticipated boom of tourists after lockdown has not materialized for Robben Island as people are not flocking to see Nelson Mandela's old prison cell anymore. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Melanie Kun, spokesperson for the Robben Island Museum. Melanie, good morning. Good morning, Uda. Good to have you on. Let, let's just start firstly by dealing with the impact of the last two and a bit years. How have you guys been hit by COVID-19 specifically? Um, well, like like many organizations, um, you know, who rely on visitors, um, it has been incredibly hard hit. Um, we saw right at the start of the pandemic that the visitor numbers had dropped by up to 95%, um, which, of course, has a, a massive impact on revenue and, and operations, of course. So, so, yes, Robben Island Museum has indeed been, been hard hit during the pandemic. What, what's the current situation, and, and why do you think there hasn't really been a return of tourists to uh, that heritage site? Look, it's not that there hasn't been a return. In fact, um, I was um, I was on the island yesterday um, with with a few groups of people, and and there certainly has been um, a degree of return. But I think um, it can never be business as usual. The the rules have changed. People's fears have changed. Um, the the way people explore has changed. So so there is a, a slow return. Um, but I think, um, particularly an organisation like Robben Island Museum, um, it, you know, the, the international visitors used to make up such a massive portion of of the visitors, and and I think in in our process of of reviewing our business model, there was a massive realisation on the need to to engage domestic visitors and to tailor one's offering, um, that one can in fact tap into the domestic market. It's, it's, it's funny that it, it, it's almost a pilgrimage site for South Africans, which makes your job even more difficult because it's, it's not the kind of site that you would go to three or four times in a lifetime. It's that thing that you owe yourself to go and see at least once in your lifetime. For sure, but it is also, um, in fact, when I when I spoke about about tailoring, um, you know, the offering. In fact, yesterday I was doing the walking tour um, with with some internationals and and with with some locals as well. And that's the kind of thing where if you've seen Robben Island Museum once and you've done the standard bus tour, then the walking tour gives you that opportunity to go back and experience it differently because you're spending anything between four and five hours actually walking in the footsteps of, of those iconic struggle heroes who have gone before us. And, and it's interesting in your introduction, you spoke about um, you know, why people are not flocking to see Madiba's cell. Mm. The Robben Island Museum is so, so, so much mm. more mm. than just Nelson Mandela's cell. And in fact, in, in, in coming back and particularly doing something like the walking tour, um, you're just exposed to, to so much more touch points of understanding South Africa's liberation struggle and the history and the iconic people who played a role um, beyond just 
Nelson Mandela. Melanie, when we chat with people who've been there, when I look at at some of the comments for those who have recently visited, they say that uh, the museum is nowhere near the previously known international standards. What what has happened there? I I think that'll always be subjective. I've spent quite a bit of time, in fact, asking some of of the people. um, I'd spoken to a couple who were there 10 years ago. Um, They're an American couple. They came back yesterday, and they did the walking tour, and they absolutely love it. They, You know, when when you look at a a World Heritage site, um, you cannot just throw a, a... you know, a a coat of paint over something when it starts being worn. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Mm. Um, You know, you need to to maintain that certain facade in terms of its age, Mm -hmm. Um, but you you also cannot just... It's not like when you have a holiday resort and, and you can keep sprucing it up because it's not a tourism destination. It's first and foremost... Our core business is heritage mm. and conservation. So, so I think when, when one sees the, um, the aging over the years, it has to be that way. You, you cannot be keeping it modern and new because it's not. Gotcha. It is a heritage site. And, and getting there, is, is it's still as problematic as it has been in the past with the ferry boats or have, have all of those issues been ironed out over the years? Getting there will always be weather dependent and, and of course, demand dependent. It, you know, one, one, one has to take those, those factors into account collectively. So, um, yes, the, you know, when, when the ferry does have, or, or both ferries have a problem, um, a touch wood, then, then one would look at, at chartering because we, we, we really try to, as far as possible, make it possible for people to go. And, and if it's really not possible, then it is because the weather certainly or, or, or absolutely doesn't I, I, allow us. I think the, the point it's not a matter of you can't go because I, I there isn't the, a ferry available. The, the point of the question, as far as any areas of dysfunction would be, as is part of the theme of the show this morning, is just whether a place like Robben Island is getting the kind of support financially that it should be getting, and if not, is that leading to issues of maintenance or not? No, it's not. Um, I think, you know, operationally, obviously the, the reduced revenue does, does play a part, but, um, but we do cover the, the, the costs of actually maintaining the infrastructure, of, of looking after it. Um, so no, the fact that they are um, that they, that there is less revenue does not mean that um, we're unable to actually sustain operations. And um, it's it, that's certainly not the case. All right. But you, having said yes, that, yes. Um, it would be great to see more local people, particularly it's Africa Month. We started Africa Month with an exhibition of Robert Sabukwe. It is mm. one of those people whom South Africans still know too little about. And it is an amazing space to come and engage and find out and connect with the history of someone like Robert Mangaliso Sabukwe. And because, as I said, Robin Island's experience is about so much more than just coming to see Madiba's cell. All right. I think, Melanie, we shall leave it there. Melanie Kuna, spokesperson for the Robin Island Museum.